Welcome back to Current Affairs, our show about the stories of love gone fatally wrong that are in the news right now. These shorter contemporary stories come out on Fridays, while our extensive, full-length, very long episodes come out every Wednesday. Today, we will begin with an update on Ruby Frankie, the former YouTuber and parent influencer who was arrested for child abuse after her 12-year-old son broke out of her business partner's basement where he was being held captive and basically tortured. In December, in court, Ruby initially tried to blame her business partner, Jody Hildebrandt, for, quote, taking advantage of her and influencing her to abuse her kids. But then three days later, pleaded guilty to four counts of aggravated child abuse. The judge who accepted her plea was clear that she would be facing prison time when her sentencing happened, and that judge was correct. On Tuesday, February 20th, Ruby received four separate prison sentences of 1 to 15 years to run consecutively, not concurrently. While the Pardons and Parole Board will ultimately decide how much time she spends in prison, Utah law caps her out at 30 years. Jody Hildebrandt received the same sentence, so good riddance. On today's main stories, a Pennsylvania judge has been arrested for shooting her ex-boyfriend while he slept. According to a police report, on Saturday, February 10th, 54-year-old victim Michael McCoy was shot in the head after trying to end his relationship with 57-year-old Magisterial District Judge Sonia McKnight. The bullet entered through the right side of Michael's face and then out the left, yet somehow he survived, only blinded in one eye. No. Oof. The arrest affidavit stated that Michael had broken up with Sonia and tried multiple times to get her to move out of his house, but she refused to leave. He even took her key away, and yet he still came home on February 9th to find Sonia in her pajamas on his couch. Michael went to a nearby bar, telling Sonia he was going to ask her mother for help getting her out. Eventually, he returned and fell asleep around 11 p.m. The police report says that he awoke a couple hours later with a, quote, massive head pain and without being able to see. As he screamed, Sonia gaslighted him, saying, Mike, what did you do to yourself? That's insane. People don't intentionally shoot themselves in the eye when they're sleeping. No, I don't think that happens very often. Unfortunately for Sonia's plans, the gun was registered to her, gun residue was found on her hands, and detectives found her interview to be, quote, deceptive. This is not Sonia's first run-in with the law. In November of 2022, she was suspended without pay after violating judicial probation in a 2020 misconduct case regarding a traffic stop involving her son. And in 2019, she had been cleared of charges around shooting her estranged husband in the groin. Mm. Prosecutors cited self-defense. Well, what a crazy case. We are so glad that Michael is alive to tell this harrowing tale. And hopefully there will not be a third victim someday of Sonia's errant shooting hand. Yeah, because she clearly would have blamed it on suicide. Yes. If she was doing it when he was still alive. Crazy. Next up, on September 16th, 2023, 30-year-old teacher's aide and mother, Michaela Maeve Byers, got into an older model pickup outside her Oklahoma home and drove off with a strange, bald, six-foot-tall white man never to be seen again. At least that's what her husband, Frank Byers, told the police when he reported his wife missing. What ensued was a five-day manhunt. Using drones, kayaks, and walking on foot, the family and police searched the areas surrounding the couple's 10-acre property. On September 20th, a cousin made a gruesome discovery. According to an arrest affidavit, Michaela's body was found with just a red t-shirt and no pants or underwear, 
shot twice in the head and wrapped in a carpet. The carpet had been stuffed into a drainage culvert around 2,000 feet from the Byers' home. Michaela and Frank had gone to high school together. Michaela, who was unable to have biological children, had previously adopted two teenagers out of foster care. She quickly bonded with Frank's four daughters as well. The couple married in June 2022. About a year later, Michaela learned that Frank had been cheating on her, and the couple separated. Except before long, Michaela came back, living out of a nearby shed to continue raising Frank's daughters. Investigators now believe that shed is where Frank shot her on September 15th. Authorities seem to have quite a bit of evidence against Frank. They found a recently fired 22 rifle, 22 shell casings, stamped with the letter F, O, and Michaela's blood all over Frank's work boots. Frank was charged in October, and a preliminary hearing in the case is slated for the beginning of April. Not looking good for Frank. Nope. Lastly today, apparently not all football-related couples news is as sweet as Taylor and Travis. I had to. (laughs) On Saturday, February 17th, 43-year-old award-winning high school football coach Carl Kearney Jr. walked into the Division 5 Clinton Police Station and told officers that he had strangled his girlfriend, 38-year-old Petrina Best, in her home. Officers reported to the residence where Petrina was indeed pronounced dead at the scene. Kearney allegedly told detectives that the incident occurred while he and Petrina were in a fight. Petrina worked as an operating room nurse and, at the time of her murder, was packing to move for a travel nurse assignment. Petrina's family released a statement. Petrina was a fun, loving, warm-hearted person and made friends easily wherever she went. The outpouring of love and support from her friends and colleagues is a testament to the amazing person she was. One point of contention, while Kearney told police that Petrina was his girlfriend, her family says otherwise. So let's keep that in mind. Petrina's sister said that Kearney was not her boyfriend and that he was just, quote, a monster. Well, I think we'd all have to agree with that latter part. That's going to do it for this week's slate of current affairs cases. Until next time, I'm Jesse Prey. And I'm Andy Cassette, signing off for Love Murder Current Affairs. 